Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. Neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain any more, for the former things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, Behold, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God and he will be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. God bless this reading and perceiving of his holy word. Amen. To set the context, remember that We've just had the millennium when Christ reigns for a thousand years. And at the end of the millennium, Satan is is let out for a very short while. And he stirs up a rebellion among those on earth. This would be among those who were born during the millennium, not the saints, who the children of God who had been born again in Christ or Old Testament saints who came into the millennium, but rather those who were born in it who rebelled against God. But that was the shortest war ever because immediately when they gathered, God consumed them with fire from heaven. Then there was the great white throne judgment, which is the judgment seat where all persons who are not in Christ, who have not been born again, have to appear before God, and the books are open, the books of their uh, deeds and their misdeeds, and the book of life, and they are separated from God eternally into the lake of fire. And so then we start with chapter 21 when he says in one verse, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. Those are the only direct words we have about the new heaven and the new earth, because when we get to verse 2, he's going to go straight into a discussion of the holy city, the new Jerusalem. So let's look at the new heaven and the new earth and think about it for a moment. We use the word new in different ways, but this, I'm reading it just as it says, and it says new. That doesn't mean 
a replacement, that means something totally new. My friend Steve Hudson described it like this. He said, a replacement heaven would be like if you went and bought a new car. It might have a few more bells and whistles than your last car, but it's just a replacement for your previous car. But a new car would be like, here is your new bubble. You just sit in it, and it takes you wherever you want to go, and you're there instantly. That would be truly new. And, and I read this for what it says. It says it is a new heaven and a new earth, and then clearly says the first heaven and the first earth has passed away, and the sea was no more. Now, by heaven, I understand this to mean the uh, sky, the, the area above the earth, as opposed to the residence of God, so to speak. And the sea was no more. So in this new heaven and new earth, we know that it won't be like it is in the present earth where there's more water than there is land, but not so in the new heaven and the new earth. In verse 2, he says, I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. And so, again, this says a new Jerusalem. So we're not talking about the current city of Jerusalem spruced up. We're talking because it's not holy in the true sense of the word, nor is any other city in the present a new Jerusalem. It is a holy city, and it is coming down out of heaven from God. This this is from God. He is providing this directly to us. And then he says that uh, the new Jerusalem is prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. We know that Scripture says that we, the body of Christ, those who have been born again, will be the bride of Christ, and we shall be one. We will be one with Christ. Uh, there will be one body, and there's one head, and Jesus is the head of the body, the body of Christ. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. Whoa, that is amazing that that God, we know God has always been with us. He said, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. But now his dwelling place, he's dwelling with us. That we're, we're literally, now that the, the problems with sin, which didn't exist originally, and God was with Adam and Eve, and, and they were communicating daily, uh, but when sin entered in, there was a separation, and since then, that separation has been continual. We, we're reconciled to God through Christ, but until this new heaven and this new earth and this new Jerusalem, God's dwelling place was not with us. But he will dwell with us, and we will be his people, and God himself will be with us as our God. This is a beautiful picture because we've all experienced, if you're in Christ, if you've been born again, then you've had the blessing of experiencing the wonders of those times when when you knew that uh, 
you were walking in a place where God has blessed you with his presence in a special way and, and it's just kind of overwhelming and that was something that occurs from time to time in this time frame. But then he will be with us all the time. And it says he will wipe away every tear from our eye. There will be nothing left to cry about. No, no tears of sadness. Uh, there could be tears of joy, and I think there will be. But it, it says it wipes away every tear. So maybe not. And death shall be no more. There will be no more death. Uh, death has been conquered. Jesus conquered sin, death, and the grave. And neither shall there be mourning, uh, meaning sadness, for death, because there will be no death, nor crying. There will be no more crying, nor pain anymore. There will be no pain for the former things have passed away. It's not like it used to be. Uh, we're we're going to say, wow, we, this is really a change. It's going to be amazing. We, we don't know exactly what it's going to be like beyond what God has shown us, but we know that it'll be wonderful. We know that to be present with the Lord is the best that we can ever have. It's the best that you could imagine or hope for. And it says, and he was seated on the throne and said, behold, I am making all things new. That's just straightforward. He's saying, I'm making all things new. This is a new, a new creation. He said, write this down for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, it is done. All of this that has led up to this, uh, from the beginning of creation, it's done. It is done. And he says, I am the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. He's saying he's everything. Uh, he's the start. He's the finish. And he's everything in between. We need nothing more than him. He said, to the thirsty, I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment. In other words, it's ours to drink of the eternal life without payment. The payment has been made. Jesus made that payment. The one who conquers, that is the one who receives Christ, who has been born again uh, by nothing that we've done, but totally by what Christ has done. Salvation is not based on our actions or our abilities. It's based on the finished work of Christ. Just as he says here, it is done. Jesus said from the cross, it is finished. I have paid in full for your sins. So he says to, to those he will uh, give to drink from the water of life without payment. And he says the one who conquers it, that trust in Christ, will have this heritage. This will be his. He said, I will be your God, and you will be my son. You will be my child. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestables, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. In other words, those who didn't put their trust in Christ, it's not that, that 
we haven't done any of those things because we know that we all have sinned and fallen short, and such were we before the gift of God was received by us. This wasn't some self-improvement program we got on. This was the work of God. Just as he says that that he will make all things new, he also made us new, although we were still limited by our earthly bodies before. When we were born again, he said, old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. But now that we have this glorified body, then things are fully made new. We're no longer restrained by the by the flesh that we live in because we have new bodies and it's no longer that way but those who never received that gift which was available to all continually available god says for what may may be known about me is is apparent to all from what i have created so that all are without excuse so the ones who suffer the, the lake of fire have done that because they failed to receive the gift that God gave. So, Lord willing, when we come back, uh, we will look more closely at the new Jerusalem, which will be pretty amazing in and of itself. And we will go through those verses. We've only got one more chapter after this chapter 21. So God bless you and keep you. In Jesus' name, amen.